And now that folder is not open. There we go. There we go. Maybe. Ah. <laughs> this is why there's a love-hate relationship with technology. Just a taste this morning. And just a taste is a sneak preview of the coming small group lesson. We've got another one in this series, and the next lesson is on our core value of community, and this is part of how we do what we do, all making disciples of all. And uh, this morning as we're talking about community, we're going to start with Adam and Eve. Now, I wanted to use a picture to illustrate the principle that uh, community started by God way back in the garden. When he said, it's not good for a man, and of course he actually meant a man, it wasn't generic at that point, because uh, Adam was the only one there. He said, it's not good for a man to be alone, and so he made Eve. Uh, but I, I wanted to have a picture to illustrate this, but Adam and Eve <laughs> were, were not observing the same standards of modesty and the expressions of holiness that are, that are necessary today. And so I did find this picture, that's a baby picture, uh, that I thought would be safe to use in mixed company and, uh, and uh, show it over the internet. So here we, here we have the baby pictures of Adam and Eve. And uh, <laughs> community, community. Uh, we don't have school pictures or anything like that, so we'll just have to be satisfied with this. And as the situation changed, as the population increased and locations shifted and there were changes in demographics and governments finally and uh, fulfillment of God's promises and God's plan and, and community, how it looked changed. Uh, but the principle of togetherness was still there. And when God brought Israel out of Egypt, it was not long before he directed more than just a hodgepodge of, of people marching and, and uh, tramping along and doing whatever they were doing, get, just getting where they were going. He organized them into relatively small groups and then also made subdivisions of extended family groups for for even a more cohesive, smaller groups that yet remained a vital part of the extended whole. Uh, we have a verbal description of how these groups were arranged around the tabernacle, and it sounds neat and smooth. You, you talk about it, and it's, well, this one was here, and that one was there, and this somebody else was there, and, and uh, it, but uh, it's, I've got a picture here that... Uh, uh, represents something that 
picture number two, uh, of something like they're thinking that Balaam might have uh, seen as he looked upon Israel uh, from a lofty uh, height uh, in various places as he tried to curse Israel, and of course that didn't work too well. But they were doing what God told them to do in large part, uh, and they were working with God's organization. And so, but the thing is that it was probably, picture number three, a little less pristine and uh, more messy with how everything was there. But they were still in these, these groups of community. And, and after they settled in the land of Canaan, the uh, configurations of their organization and where they were and how they were uh, organized were they changed again but they were still in community and in groups and still a whole under God's leadership that was way more than just the sum of its parts Israel when they were united Israel when they were working together Israel when they were walking with God could not be defeated uh, forget the, the, the numbers. Uh, look at how they were working. And that was where you could uh, determine what was about to happen. They were a powerhouse when they were not just people sharing the same land, but a community that was bound together in the word and discipleship, walking honestly in, in kindness serving each other's needs. Real communities, not just some mob. Let's, let's go back to the, to the title slide. Real communities, not just some mob altogether, but it's a fellowship of the committed. And the next small group sessions will dive deeper into what community means to us. <coughs> All of us.